Hey yo, welcome to According to Josie. It's your girl Josie, and we're back on another hump day. What's going on? It's the third episode already, and I'm feeling like it's a routine now. Like I get to do this every week. So much fun. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody for the support that you guys have given the podcast, for sharing it, for really giving me um, some nice feedback and some contrast, constructive sit- criticism. <laughs> I still can talk, but thank you so much. I really appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, I love being able to share my stories, my ideas, and just feeling free. Honestly, this really does more good to me than you guys know. This is like a therapy session almost. I just finally get to like let it out after having a long week or after having a nice week. It doesn't matter. I've just been having a good time just talking to you guys. So thank you. I appreciate all of you. Now that I uh, said my thanks, I want to really dive into the topic of being multi-talented, having multiple skills, that kind of thing. I want to get into it today. And it was it's a really cool episode because I really identify with this pretty um, well because I do so many things. But without further ado, let's get into it, y'all. All right, we're back after that little music break that I usually get. <laughs> I don't know. I've kind of been playing around with GarageBand. There's secrets out. I use GarageBand. Yay. <laughs> Anyways, um, like I said, this topic is really important. Not important, but like, you know, like cool to me because it really fits into my life. I'm a content creator. I'm constantly making content even if it's on TikTok, Facebook, it doesn't matter. I'm always creating something. Don't matter where. Sorry, I just hit the mic. With my notebook. <laughs> okay, so being multi-talented or being multi-skilled, however you guys want to call it. I even had one friend call me Jack of All Trades one time, a friend Cajun. She's an amazing person. She's so sweet. And she's always, like, giving me all these crazy ideas or, like, always giving me really powerful encouragement. And I really love her for that. So shout out for you, Cajun. But I don't, how do I explain being, like, multi-talented, like, the feeling of being multi-talented? It's like a constant exploration of talent. You're constantly exploring and learning new things and you just can't stop at least for me on my end I just can't stop learning I love learning and I've always been a student that's what I love I love being a student because I love learning different skills all the time I love it and it makes me feel so good because I can achieve so many things I mean being multi-talented gives you so much potential in your life like you can really achieve so much with all the talents 
and skills that you've learned throughout your life. And to me, it's really that just exploration of talent. I, I'm constantly looking for things to learn. Um, if I don't know how to, I don't know, tie a tie, I like to learn how to do that. That's not a special talent, but it's a skill, you know. And it really comes in handy when my son grows up and he wants to put a tie on. I can, I don't know, explain him how to do it or do it for him. Um, lettering, hand lettering. That was the thing. When I was pregnant with CJ, I learned to do hand lettering. Even though I really, I went to when I went to school for graphic design, you do get to learn some things, and I was into graffiti at the time as well. So I got to do different types of letters. But when I really sat down when I was pregnant and started doing all this hand lettering, it was different, and I got to do it, and I got to learn, and now I do it on my bullet journal. And if somebody needs a sign made, I can probably make it as well. Um, and yeah, that that's another skill that I learned um, when I got pregnant. And that like helps in different situations. Um, when I was younger, when I was living with my dad, maybe like 14, I had an aunt. Well, I still have her, duh. But she bakes cakes and she taught me how to bake a cake and she taught me how to decorate a cake and I didn't really put that much thought to it at first and it's crazy because when I was in uh, my 10th grade 10th grade yeah in high school I wanted to become a baker when I graduated school I really wanted to and it really just changed for me. I didn't, as you can see, I didn't become a baker. But she taught me everything I know about decorating, baking a cake, and all that. She taught me all of that. And I remember when I first met Carl and we were dating um, during December, we did this thing called Gingerbread House Wars. And it's like girls versus guys. And basically all the girls build a big gingerbread house and the guys build a gingerbread house as well duh and um we get to decorate it however we want to and stuff and I remember that as we were decorating I bought all this frosting to like decorate the house and a lot of people didn't know at the time that I could pipe so basically like piping a cake they didn't know I could do that and I did it. I decorated. I made a nice little cute tree, like pipe it with the frosting. And it was cool to for people to know that I could do that and for me to apply what I learned from making cakes into that little friendly competition. It was awesome. I really loved doing that. And that's probably one of my favorite Christmas traditions in the house. We do this every year. Now, one of the things that I that stuck to me a while back I was on TikTok surprise <laughs> I'm on TikTok all the time but that particular time I was on TikTok and I was scrolling down and I saw this video of this one girl and she was a dancer she was a soccer player she was a photographer she was a painter and at the end of the video she was like and yeah the algorithm hates me and I was like, what? 
And that's exactly how I feel. Only that on my Facebook, on my TikTok page, I want to grow a dance page more for dance. Even though I would love to share something else, dance is more like what I like to do on TikTok. I just like to record little dance videos. And, but if I was really wanting to put everything that I do, I would fit into that category. Like the algorithm wouldn't know what to do with me because I do so many different things. And that's how I am as a person. I like that's my personality. And everybody that knows me knows that one week I could be painting and then the next week I could be dedicated to be skating all week or I could do, I mean, it's so much. I do so much and it's uh, cool. I mean, I, 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 I think of it as in a non-boring person. Not saying that people that are don't have multiple skills are boring, but still, like, I always do something different all the time and it makes it not boring. And also by learning so many different talents and skills, it helps. Um, how do I put this together? It helps to like be a one band person. Let's say you want to achieve something. And in order for you to achieve it, you have to go to someone to do something for you and have to pay for it because you can't do it. But if you learn the skill, you can do it yourself without having to pay someone. And I, that's how I see it. But I, it's not a bad thing to pay somebody to do something. But to me, I've always wanted to do everything by myself. And it's not healthy and it's not a good thing. But I always, I don't know, I feel like I could be my own team and I can get myself together by myself. So I try to learn all these little things so I can apply them to me. Like now, for instance, this podcast, the artwork for this podcast, I didn't have to pay a cent for it because it was all me. I came up with it. I drew it and I, you know, I gave it life and posted it here. And that's what it really about for me, for me to learn like different skills that I can apply to my life and things that I want to achieve. That's how I see it. And it was it's crazy going to school even even though I went to school to college for photography and graphic design and didn't graduate I still took what I learned from there and I applied it into what I'm trying to get to even though I didn't finish school I'm still doing part of the things that I did when I was in college I also wanted to share this a um, little bit as well when I was younger, like since little, I've always been and considered myself a creative being. Um, I'm always creating something, but it was mainly because my grandma nurtured that creativeness in me. That's a word. I don't even know. But she always pushed me to be creative in any kind of way. I could have a whole bunch of pennies and she would be like, what can you make with those pennies? Or something like that. And I've always, I've always been that way because of her. And her birthday was the 30th of June. And she would have been 90 years old, but unfortunately she's not alive. But I just wanted to point that out because it's really special and I miss her 
so, so much. And she was an amazing person. And probably I wouldn't be so creative and so free if it wasn't for her. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Now, let's get into most of the talents that I've done or skills that I've done. I kind of want to list them out. Even though, it, I don't know, it might be ridiculous, but I can do that. I can do that. It's my podcast. So I went to school for photography. So I practice photography. I practice graphic design. I'm a dancer. I like to skate. I like longboarding. I like journaling. Like bullet journals are my outlet. I love bullet journals. I mean, you don't understand. And I've bought three of them already. And I've decorated them all. I mean, I love them. I love to paint. I love basically anything art. It's one of my favorite. Art is my favorite thing. I love art. I'm a DIY. I would say, I wouldn't say DIY queen to brag, but I am. I love DIYing. It's my favorite thing. I've made my own ring light. I did make a video of that on YouTube. <laughs> and it was fun. It was fun to film. Uh, I didn't really have to talk a lot. It was mainly like writing the words on the screen as I was doing it, like making the ring light. And it really worked. And before I even bought my ring light to shoot my videos, I had made that because I couldn't afford something expensive. But that one like did good by me until it was time for me to, you know, oops, until it was time for me to really get a bigger one and I don't know, a more professional one <laughs> instead of one like that was like wrapped in wax paper and not terrible, but by, for $20, it was an amazing ring light. Let's just say that. Um, I'm a baker, but like a, as a hobby baker more as in just for fun. I mean, even though I do everything just for fun because I like to, um, That was one of the things that I enjoy doing a lot in the kitchen. I love baking and I love cooking as well. I love following recipes. I think it's fun to follow recipes because you get to like explore and see how it really gonna come out. And then after it comes out, you can kind of tweak it and make it your own. So yeah, that's one of my favorite. For high school during my 10th grade and uh, senior year, I was in a marketing program and I took marketing for, for those three years and honestly I can say it really does pay off when you get older you can you manage your own little business your own little thing that you have going on you know how to market it you know how to speak to people when it comes to customer service I really am grateful and I joined that when I was younger because it really has done really great by me and yeah Those are most of my talents. I'm also a podcaster now. I can say maybe almost a month of podcasts. And I think I'm really here for the long run. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. This is going to be dope. It's going to be a dope podcast. We're going to have so many people. I, I'm manifesting right now because I really love this podcast. I really do. But besides all of this talent... Um, I want to share why I do what I do. Like, I do all of these skills and different things because 
it's fun. But besides being fun, one of my bosses at my job had really struck a chord when she was telling us that besides dance, you have to think outside of it. Like, yes, dance might be everything for me right now, but what if I break my foot? How am I going to dance? What am I going to rely on? And that's when my skills come to play. Like, if I broke my foot, I, I God forbid, because I love my feet. Um, if I break a foot and I am out of commission and I cannot dance or teach dance, what am I going to do? Oh, wait, I have different other different skills I can rely on to make money or to support myself. Did not sound so greedy. I can sell some paintings. I can make some graphic art for other artists. I can do so much that could help me. And that's why I really do what I do. Because I like to cultivate those skills that I have. Just in case they need to become my next support system. If that, if you, if that makes sense to you guys. And I really just live my life how I want to. I don't have a structure on how I learn things. I'm a very free person. I don't have any structure when it comes to learning because I feel like having a structure really keeps me in a box other than just not having anything. I can just do whatever when I feel like it. And I and when when you do things because you feel like it, you put more more into them. They they become more not more special, but you put more more detail into it. Oof, I said more like fifty times. Sorry guys, but that's what I wanted to say that you really do put more focus and more things into what you want to do at that moment. Versus having a schedule and really be like, okay, I got to do this at one o'clock. And then you go there and you do it. And it's really, it, yeah, it's your passion, but it doesn't come, you know, as well as it will come whenever you feel like doing it. And I'm not taking away from people that want to learn and they schedule those, themselves to learn for something. It just doesn't work for me. But like, as a person, it doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> now, I want to talk a little bit about a problem. And the problem will be social media. Like most of these apps have algorithms. Really, internet at all. Like they all have algorithms. And when you are as an open person as I am with everything that you do, it's harder for people in oops I keep hitting this microphone oh my gosh anyways so and it's harder for the internet to really pick you up and show you out and there's really only one thing that the internet goes by like social media picks out of you they only pick that one thing that's really consistent and then you become known by that instead of any other thing that you do on the side So for me, I'm really just known for dancing on social media because I don't 
I don't when I share something that I've done, I it's not that consistent. So because it's not that consistent, they don't show that. It's more like, okay, so she's a dancer. She's mainly a dancer. She can do that, but she's a dancer, so we're just going to share her dance content. That's how it, that's how it really kind of works. And it kind of sucks for people like us that don't have a niche, you know? Like, I get other people that want to build their pages or want to build an audience, and they're very broad. They have so many things to bring to the table that it becomes... I don't know, a little bit overwhelming for the algorithm or something. And they cannot, they only pick something that's the most consistent thing. And then they share that. Versus somebody that already has a niche, they grow even faster than the people that don't have it. Which is a disadvantage for people like us. And that was like, that's one of the main, main problems that I've had trying to become a social media influencer by time I have not stuck with something besides dance like dance is the thing that I mainly do online but I also do other things but I don't really stick to them it's not like I I don't post about them all the time so because it's not consistent again it doesn't get recognized and I guess that's also another problem that I have I'm not gonna say when I start something I don't finish but I do sometimes um, but basically what I do is I will start with a skill and I won't stick to it. It's just like I keep coming back to it, but I don't stick to it. If it makes sense to you guys. And I think that's a, like a problem for me. If I really want to be recognized for all these talents that I have, you know, and you might be thinking, well, yeah, <laughs> So I I definitely struggle with that and I still work on that to this day and I've always been that way all my life. So I don't know. It's just my way of being. And I'm a random person. I'm always doing random things. And like I said, one week I could be doing something, next week I'll do something else. That's how I am. And I'm really not ashamed of it and I don't feel bad for being that way I think it makes me who I am so yeah I'm just like a little box of surprises I want to also answer a question that one of my friends asked me online she said what is my mindset so I'm gonna read it as in I'm not gonna try to interpret this question I'm just gonna read what she said she said, what is your mindset and your structure for all these multi-talents that you have? Like photography, fashion, social media, etc. What do you do and how do you do it? And how do you balance it while being a mom? And that's an amazing question. That's a great question. Because being a mom really takes a toll on you I think when I had and I will have an episode dedicated to all moms I should have had that in May because you know Mother's Day but I didn't start until later so we're here we go um so when you're when you become a mom it really takes full time of you to do that 
And when I when I remember when CJ was first born, I dedicated myself to him so much that I kind of lost a little bit of my identity. I didn't know who I was for like a period of time because I didn't do anything but take care of my son. And I think it can happen to every mom. It can happen. And it's not a bad thing. You have a human being to take care of and to guide for that time. And don't feel bad. And I hope nobody feels bad for that. I felt bad for one second. But at the same time, I realized, hey, I'm raising a freaking human being. So being, <laughs> I always say being for some reason. But yeah, it took a time. It took a toll on me and I didn't know how to deal with it for a while. It took me maybe a couple of months, maybe a year. I was still doing things, but I was doing it at um to ease my mind more than just to practice. You know, like if CJ fell asleep and I was still awake and everything was done, which often didn't happen, I will sit down and pull my notebook and maybe draw a little bit or work on different things, you know, work on my hand lettering or something like that. But it took me it took me a lot of time to get to that where I am now mainly because I was afraid and it will like I will I will speak to that on that more when I talk about motherhood because it's an important topic but yeah now I see it as an okay I have to take care of him but I also have to take care of myself so after having CJ for a while well now three years, uh, I basically take care of all of his needs. And then after, I will let him go play or I will go play with him. And I'll also include him into what I'm trying to learn. So if I'm doing a painting, I will try to get something on the side and let him paint with me. So we will, bo we're both doing the same activity. I'm just focusing a little bit on learning something Or like practicing on something, you know, and it gives us time together. It let it lets it makes him learn because he learns how to paint, and it makes me pr practice on what I'm doing. So that's one of the strategies and structures that I've had with CJ, and also I can't forget about being a wife because being a wife and a mom kind of, I don't know, it kind of ties a little bit. And I do that with Carl as well. Or like sometimes I just take my time. Honestly, I take my time and I go and do whatever I have to do. And then where it's, li it's late at night and don't have to take care of anything. I just, you know, pull up what I need to do and and just practice. It really does take time. But it really just comes like as you like. Okay, so I personally do it whenever I feel like it, right? So at night, when I have time to practice on something, I just pull out what I feel like practicing on. And I don't do it every night. Like I said, I do it just when I when I have time and when I feel like doing it. And it really just, little by little, these skills start becoming better and better. Like maybe... I didn't know how to draw Mickey Mouse and I started drawing Mickey Mouse 
little by little every other day. And now I can draw Mickey Mouse very efficiently because I've done that for a period of time in, you know, in little increments. And that's how I really achieve what I what I do. And it's the same with dancing. I have to dance basically almost full time at my studios when I come and teach and I have to come home and I have to like look for music. I have to arrange um, how they want they're going to stand and stuff like that. And I basically do it every day. Like I'm think I'm thinking about it constantly. So that also takes up time for me to do something else. Not saying that it's a, it's wrong because it's also my job and I love what I do, but it also takes time. So you have to I have to divide myself into my job, into my son, my husband, and my skills. And yeah, that is how I do that and try to balance it while being a mom. There's really not a balance when you become a parent. But I will, like I said, I will talk a lot about that when we touch on parenting and motherhood and yeah we'll talk about that um <laughs> uh, after answering that question I kind of just I don't know I feel good about what I said and I feel good about speaking to you guys on this topic because it really just connects with me in a different way like in this, in a different way like I really feel like I'm out of the box mo- most of the time and I can't keep myself contained <laughs> because I do so many things so it's harder for for people like us to like I don't know pick a, pick a thing you can't just pick because I always want to do something you know but yeah guys that's all for this episode I hope that you really enjoyed it and that you I don't know, have fun hanging out with me and just listening to all the crazy stuff I always say. Sometimes I forget what I'm saying and then I have to listen to it when I edit, which is, I don't know, weird and awkward because I I be forgetting what I say sometimes. And guys, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow, Follow me on Spotify. I also have Anchor. And I have made a donations tab that can also help me with building my little podcast studio, upgrading my quality, and all that good stuff. I really hope that you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Stay blessed. Stay rocking. And while I still have the mic, Black Lives Matter, y'all. Take care. Peace.